0: Welcome to the Jill on Money coronavirus market update. Yep, it's Monday, beginning of another work week for you. For me, it just doesn't feel like I'm ever stopping, and I think Mark probably feels the same way. Uh, Have I mentioned that Mark's the best executive producer in the world? He is. It's just, you know, not a lot of competition, but let me just say, I would be nothing without this man. So thanks, Mark. Uh, Okay, if you've got a financial question, please do send us a note. Email us, Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask jill at jillonmoney.com. You can always go to our website, jillonmoney.com, and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Mark puts together all the cool stuff over the course of a week. It's fantastic. All right, let's get to your questions. Mary is 67 years old. She's got $100,000 in savings, $88,000 in a 401k, twelve dollars in the bank. Okay. I owe $166,000 on my mortgage, 4.75%. My monthly bills, $2,500, plus food and entertainment, monthly mortgage payment. I get Social Security and works making, you know, about 15 bucks an hour, but she's furloughed right now. Question Should I refinance the $166,000 to get smaller payments or put the $100,000 on principal, and then pay as much as possible to get rid of my mortgage. Okay, here's the problem. You're not going to be able to refinance this mortgage because you don't have enough income. So what you should do is not take any of the money out of your savings. You only have $100,000. Keep it. And if you need to take a little bit of money out of your 401k and you can pay your taxes on that, but you absolutely positively must not take that money. That is your liquidity. That has to last you. So, no, do not do that. Uh, Michael writes... I have a news rather than a money question. Do the weekly statistics on unemployment workers based on unemployment claims take into account employees who are still employed but who have been furloughed for a week or two and became eligible to file for unemployment benefits for those furloughed weeks? If not, wouldn't that be misleading to count workers in that category as unemployed? Yes, it should. Anyone who files weekly claims is part of those numbers, okay? And it doesn't matter whether you actually have You know, those people are on for a a week or two weeks. There's a second number that's called continuing claims. That's the number that is sort of keeping track of the tally on an ongoing basis. But now that we have the monthly numbers and we're going to start to get those monthly numbers over the next few weeks, we'll have a lot more information about the contours of who exactly is unemployed, who is not and which of those people is unemployed temporarily, and which of those folks is actually going to need a job, and which of those folks is going to remain unemployed for a long time. Anthony writes, "Um, I heard you suggest people create a simple portfolio by putting some money in a stock market index fund and a bond index fund. I assume when you say this, you're referring to U.S. allocated funds. What role do you see in international funds? With some large U.S. companies having operations all around the world, does it make sense to also have money in an international stock fund? Yeah, of course that makes sense. I would love it. I think when people are just starting out, we're giving them the basics. But you know, in general, when I say uh, stock and bond, yes, I would take a sliver of that stock position, maybe ten percent. So let's say, let's pretend you put. Half of the money in stocks, half of the money in bonds. Of the money that's in stocks, why not put 10% in a broad international index? I like that as an idea. And international bonds can also be very good, but you know I think it's sort of like the add-on, the next cat the next level of asset allocation. Okay, Don writes, love your podcast. listen religiously. We're 66 and retired. We've got no debt. Thank God. Fortunately, our pensions and Social Security are enough for us to live on during this difficult time. We have IRAs and Roth IRAs worth $1.2 million. We're talking to a potential certified financial planner to handle the bulk of our investments. I've always thought of annuities as bad, but this potential advisor is talking about putting about a quarter of our investments into a fixed index annuity as a fairly Conservative piece of a moderately conservative portfolio. What's your opinion about this particular type of annuity? A fixed rate annuity, but interest rates are so low. I'd need more information. Will you do me a favor, Don, and tell me more? Get me the send me the name of this annuity. I'm not constitutionally averse to annuities. I just don't like the ones that are really uh, have tons of bells and whistles and have lots of fees. Maybe this is a lower cost one, then I could be very excited by it. Really, that would be great. Okay, Craig writes that he heard me on KCBS radio in the Bay Area. And here's the question I have not filed a tax return for the past few years. I didn't make enough to be required to do so. My mother passed away last year. She left me some taxable money, so I filed a paper return for 2019 at the beginning of April with my direct deposit information. Now I found out they aren't processing paper returns right now. So. I haven't received a stimulus payment or my refund. Will I get a stimulus check eventually? Yes, you will. It's interesting in that I filed my California return shortly after and enclosed a check for what I owed them, and they cashed that check. (laughs) Funny how that is. Yeah, I think I bet the state return was processed, but the feds weren't. And you will get everything eventually, but stay on top of it. Okay? Okay. All right. That's it. That's your Monday show. And again, want to thank you so much for listening. Please do send us your questions. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. That's our email address. And when you go onto the website, jillonmoney.com, you can find all sorts of stuff there. We write stuff. We've got past shows. You can watch some TV appearances. I did some stuff on Saturday and Sunday. Please do share this podcast with as many people as you can because, um, you know, we just want to get the word out, okay? Wash your hands. Keep that social distancing. Be nice to each other. Help someone out who needs something, just anything, very little. You know what I did this week, Mark? I found out that somebody who I really like lost her job. I hooked her up with somebody and she got an interview. So, you know, those are the kinds of things that makes me feel a lot better. So do something nice for somebody else. When you lift them up, it really does make you feel good. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you tomorrow.